Hey, what's up? Matt Hines with you for a Triple Bottom Line podcast. And I want to talk about the universal basic income. And I want to basically present the best case argument for a universal basic income. Why that's a good idea. And this could be happening at any jurisdictional level. You could do this on a just a community level, a state, a municipal, county, national, or worldwide. <laughs> but the the concept that you are going to um have a dividend another way to look at it is it's a dividend that whatever the earnings are for that jurisdiction that the wealth is um allotted in a way where all will have access to a certain amount of it hopefully to the degree that they can have their basic needs met Um, and not only that beyond just meeting the basic needs but making sure there's uh, robust coverage of all of the and you know what I'm saying basic needs it's like water air clean air clean water uh, shelter adequate housing healthy food and a way to reasonably get the food healthy food onto their plates and into their mouths and all the amenities necessary to do that but then it's you know transportation access to community services healthcare education and really I think it's like the saying that you're only as strong as your weakest link so any notion that there's success in this jurisdiction I think it should be assessed on well, how are the people who are struggling the most within this jurisdiction, how are they doing? And if they're, you know, even the people who struggle the most and have disabilities, they have this and they have that, they're struggling. They're really struggling. But what do they, do they have healthy food? Do they have access to healthy food? Do they have a nice place to live and to sleep? Do they have access to education and do they have access to jobs when they're, if and when they're ready for that? If the answer to that is yes, then that's, you know, a lot of pride should come from that, deservingly. Do you agree with that, Sansa? 
Sansa cat. That's my cat chimed in. She's actually just probably hungry for her kibbles, her wet food. But even Sansa understands, I think. What? Even Sansa understands that uh, policy, within each jurisdiction, there's a policy, a set of policies that are going to influence and what whether this influ- whether this policy whether the policies are the municipal county or state policies or federal policies and you're always going to be within the bounds of the policy of that jurisdiction or the the other jurisdictions above and below but it, it can also be the policy of the major stakeholders within the jurisdiction. And I'm just saying that one option, if you really give a shit, if we really cared about the well-being of all people and we wanted to raise, we wanted to see the rising tide rise all boats, as the saying I've heard goes, then what we ought to consider is some way to ensure that, uh, and we got to just foot the bill for even the people who are struggling the most, just to make sure that they have all of those things that I mentioned before, and that come, there's a price tag to that. It costs money to do that. And some people are going to have to chip in more than others. But there's that price tag is actually not nearly as much as what I suspect we right now with current status quo policies in the U.S. and throughout. It's a policy that favors consolidation of wealth and power without any merit. The merit of doing that is, uh, well, it's out of whack. It's disproportional. It really favors if you already have a lot of money, whatever you do, you're probably going to make more money. And if you're really poor, whatever you do, probably always going to be poor. And if you have a, a child with a disability and you're poor, <laughs> it's going to be a miserable. It's going to be really challenging for that for that person. But it doesn't have to be that way. It just like if you do the math of how much wealth we have in the nation, and versus how many people we have, and then what they all what they need and what the price tag would be to actually ensure that we have adequate housing for all 365 or whatever million people in the US or all 9 billion people or whatever we have throughout the whole world. Um, if you look at this as like a 50-year goal and we started investing in this and ensuring that we could do it for everybody, 
and the housing is just one aspect of it. It's cleaning up the water, the air, doing the whole damn thing. Like making the globe a place that's a livable place for a very long time. We got to change what we do, but we can't. Uh, but we can do we we can do it. We can do it. It adds up. The numbers make sense. We can do it. But I think one of the keys, right out of the gate, probably one of the first things is to make sure that we, uh, you know, we got to start somewhere. And so, like the the concept of a universal basic income, it's like. You make sure that you're giving enough money to every person so that they can pay their bills. They've got their rent. They've got food bills. They've got utilities. They've got transportation costs. You can make a list of what all of those very essential things are and include everything that really is essential for them to, to meet their basic needs at least on the infrastructure that we have right now, which is inadequate. But still, if at least people had the cash on hand to keep them in their houses when they're facing eviction or to make sure that they don't have to skip appointments to the doctor because they can't afford the copay, like, you know, that those kind of costs, we need to ensure that those costs are covered. And like that's I know that for most people that's like such a radical idea. Like, no, 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 we, we can't do that. How are we going to pay for that? And it's it's like, well, I don't know. What what numbers are you looking at? Cuz the numbers I'm looking at at how much wealth the country generates. I just saw the stock market is at 30 the Dow Jones, Nasdaq Dow Jones, they're at record highs. Almost 33 almost 30 yeah, something like 33% higher than they were 5 years ago. And at 5 years ago they were at record highs. If that number means anything at all, then we have immense wealth that's being generated right now where is it going if it's not going to a programming that's going to have the tide rise for all the boats and not sink them then like that that number doesn't mean anything and i i actually don't know what the truth is it does the does the dow jones or whatever does the number that i see that jeff bezos is worth and all of those uh, thousand or so billionaires that control half the wealth in the whole world. And, you know, you can break that down into just like you're looking at the United States. It's the same kind of number breakdown. So that's not a problem. Or is it? I don't know. But assuming it's assuming all those wealth statistics are accurate, then... Okay, then we have plenty of money to distribute to make sure that everybody has their basic needs met. And we can we can rebuild the whole damn thing. We can build housing, we can build our healthcare infrastructure, our education infrastructure, our food system infrastructure. 
We can ensure that all the workers within those systems are getting paid well. We can do that. And we can also make sure that everybody in the country has enough cash on hand so they can pay their basic bills, basic utility, rent, food, health care, education, transportation. There should be plenty of wealth to be able to do that. So that's, to me, and, and well, another aspect of this that I want to make sure I <laughs> relate is that how does it feel on an individual level right now without a universal basic income? And if the, the universal basic income was in place, this stress dynamic would not exist. And I suppose that we will be, we would be way better off. Everybody would be so much happier. We would all get along with each other so much better if we had this versus what we have right now. I'm not gonna name any names or anything, but uh, so I'm in. A, I'm just starting a new position. More on that in another episode, but I. And a lot of that is really good stuff. I don't want to... But what I'm seeing here... I don't even know if it's really just perception. My perception of the potential for it. And that's probably all it is. But there is the potential in this situation. As there is the potential in so many other job situations. And I've seen this manifest. It's... The scarcity... That is the reality for most working class people. It makes it so, it makes it really hard to work together with people. It makes it hard to give credit for your colleagues and work together with your colleagues because everybody is scared that that person's going to rise above them and have them, then you're going to lose your job. There's a sense in a lot of workplaces in the United States, probably most places throughout the whole world that your cohort your colleagues are your competitors and so because and at any time they can gain favor over you and they can as so much as make it so you're expendable and you lose your job and then you're fucked then you're just out there by yourself you're totally screwed you're not gonna be making any money you can't pay your bills you can't pay for your kids stuff the basic essentials you you're gonna you're gonna be out. So if we have a universal basic income, that problem is eliminated. Just straight away. That doesn't that's not a problem anymore. And I'm just gonna ask you, if you're listening to this, do you feel that? Have you felt that in your job? And if you haven't, then I, I'm jealous. Like I really want that. I don't want to feel like I'm in competition. I have to constantly prove myself in my job all the time, and and the, especially like the other individuals who express interest in this project and are involved in the same sort of line of work that you're in. That you feel you have to like outmuscle them. Psychologically, for me, that's one of the most overwhelming things that I have to face every single day because I don't want to have to compete with other people. I want to work together with people. My impulse is to work together with people. But the reality is that I know, I also know that that person can take my job 
at any time and or just make make it so financially that we're not competitive or what what I think often happens is that the two of you together have a similar line of work or ideas that you kind of both uh, you devalue each other and so I don't know <laughs> that's just like kind of a weird thing that seems to be a reality for me that is out there and I don't want that <laughs> and it's also just but it's also seems to be contrived by you know the elites that control the purse strings for everything and they are they've created this scarcity for us when for them there's unlimited abundance um and very last thing on this universal basic income advocacy bit just to address the uh, the whole oh well if you give people free money then they're just going to sit at home and do nothing all day for a while they might and if there's no other good job opportunities for them or anything that feels meaningful for them to do they they might like if you mandate lockdowns of small businesses or most businesses like they did during covid which is like the kind of most recent case study we have for like basically we did a universal basic income the one-time fourteen hundred dollar checks that was a one-time universal basic income and everybody's talking about oh well people just are bumming out now they're they're not going back to work because they're you know living off of covid money but well just to be clear like that was a one-time check a and b i just saw the unemployment rate is four percent so people are employed people are actually working i think there's a lot of uh that's like a total narrative that's out there that i think is nonsense but uh I think there's not a lot of good job opportunities out there also. A lot of the new jobs that have been created are in they're for corporations that treat the workers poorly. The working conditions suck. People don't want to do those jobs. So I'm right there with them. If I wouldn't have found the job that I found, I would I would be filing for unemployment too and just going for walks every day or and just talking shit on this podcast, I wouldn't bother. I I don't want to have any business with those people. And I'm a lot less tolerant than most people are about that kind of thing and privileged. So a lot of people don't have the same kind of privilege and they don't have a choice. If it's either homelessness or it's work for a corporation for most people and live and work in really terrible working conditions for most people. So... Um, I'm not blaming anybody either either way, whether you decide to go back to work for the corporation or you decide to stay home and take a stimulus check, the one-time stimulus check. But I'm telling you, like, you can only live 
you have to already have a lot of money saved up to be able to make that one fourteen hundred dollar check <laughs> extend for this long. Like, so come on, that's that whole narrative about the laziness. Oh, you're just gonna have a lazy generation. Everybody's not gonna do shit. Yeah, they are. They're gonna create their own small business, an independent business. They're gonna get creative. They're gonna do what they really want to do. They're gonna react to the immediate needs that they see in their own communities, and they're gonna do work for their communities. They're gonna take that money that they, um, yeah, for the first year they might just fucking drink booze, uh, travel, uh, you do a bunch of coke, buy a bunch of drugs, but then. At a certain point, it's going to be like, and most people are actually not even going to do that. Most people are going to, at a certain point, even if they take a little break and chill for a while, at a certain point, they're going to be like, you know, I'm kind of ready to do something. I'm kind of feeling like I've had this actually, I've had this time of reflection. I kind of see, you know, actually what my passion is, is this. Because I see this in my community. I see there's this problem in my community every single day. And it affects me. It affects my friends, my family. It's happening right here in front of me. I'm seeing that uh, there's a lot of stray cats. And I'm seeing that the animal shelter is overwhelmed. They need more people to participate in the, you know, volunteer for the animal shelter. Or maybe even just work part-time. Or maybe the local library is needing some help is is understaffed maybe there's a local construction company that needs to that needs more workers a uh, local farm that yeah they can only pay eight dollars an hour and i can't i can't afford to live on eight dollars an hour but if i have this uh if i have this universal basic income then i can take that and pl- this plus that the salary works out and i can make that work and i've really wanted to do that job that's the job that i really wanted to do i don't want to work for fucking bank of america anymore I don't want to work for Raytheon anymore. I don't want to work for Bath Ironworks, General Dynamics anymore. I don't want to work for Boeing. I don't want to work for Wells Fargo. I don't want to work for Amazon. Fuck Amazon. I want to work for a local, locally owned business. I want to start my own business. I want to do what Amazon does, but I want to do it for just people right here at home. I'm going to source a lot of the stuff that Amazon sources, a lot of the essentials. Maybe I'll just take one sector of it. Maybe I'll just focus on kitchenware. Maybe I'll start a little local kitchenware store right downtown in that abandoned building downtown that uh, right now has been just held on to and they won't let anything happen on there maybe that can be a storefront for our own little amazon right here for our little own hometown i know that there's so many people that i talk to that you see them on the street and you think ah that's just some fucking scumbag out there but if you talk to that person they're thinking about stuff they got ideas there's things that they want to do and if they just had a little bit more cash they would do it so that's what the universal basic income is all about